Welcome to episode 7 here at Lost Boys Podcast. Today's podcast was an emotional one. We talked about pornography, dating boundaries, and the point of marriage. We love you guys and we hope you enjoy. Alright man. Alright man, we're going to start with a little proverb. Something that is uh, relevant for what we're going to talk about today. So, Proverbs chapter 7. And take a look at this word picture that I think it's Solomon. Is writing this? Okay. Take a listen to this word picture here, okay? Proverbs 7 and verse 4. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and to insight, you are my relative. They will keep you from an adulterous woman, from a wayward woman with her seductive words. At the window of my house, I looked down through the lattice, and I saw among the simple people, I noticed among the young men, a youth who had no sense He was going down to the street near her corner, walking along in the direction of her house. At twilight, as the day was fading, as the dark of the night set in, then out came a woman to meet him, dressed like a prostitute, and with crafty intent. She was unruly and defiant. Her feet never stay at home, now in the street and now in the town square. At every corner she lurks. She took a hold of him and kissed him, And with a brazen face, she said, today I have fulfilled my vows and I have food for my fellowship offering at home. So I came out to meet you and I looked for you and I have found you and I've covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt and I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deeply of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. My husband is not at home. He's gone away on a long journey. He took his purse filled with money. And he will not come home till the full moon. With persuasive words, she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. And all at once, he followed her like an ox going to the slaughter. Like a deer stepping into a noose. Like an arrow piercing through his liver. Like a bird flying into a snare. Not knowing it would cost him his life. Now, my son, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Do not let your heart turn to her ways. (laughs) Oh my goodness, dude. That's Proverbs chapter 7. Man, the wisdom that the Bible brings, bro. (laughs) Because that woman, that woman is not just the woman in our lives. That's, bro, that's video games. Mm. That's the love of money. That's porn. That's gossip. Every single sin that stands on the street corner that looks seductive, it looks like it's going to be fun. What is it? You're trading what you want most for Mm. what you want now. That's Mm. what this guy does. But he doesn't know that it will cost him his life. And that doesn't just mean he's going to die. It means he's not going to live the life that he could. Mm. And something I was thinking about when I read this was that so many of us sacrifice the life that we want most for the life that we want now. Mm. So good. You know? That's powerful. So life is about sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I love that. 
Yeah, good. Hey, so how did that hit you? Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. That hit, that hit me hard just because, like, like you say, it, it is for everything else in your life. And it's like the last thing you said there. You know, a lot of people live out the life that they weren't here created for. No. They live out a life of just pleasures. Yeah. Right. So that speaks definitely to what you're doing on a daily basis. It's just like, how are you living your life? Yes. You know what I mean? Because yes. there's always a choice, no matter what it is, and it can be to a scale of this, like in the Bible here, or it could be on a smaller scale, but it's like, what paths are you choosing? Mm. Like, are you choosing to continue to go left and just keep going down that road and then see how far you go and then just have a terrible life crisis and then come back? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how far, how many steps are you willing to take in sure. that direction? Sure. There's a YouTube channel that I really like called Abba and Preach. I, I, I watch mm. them all the time. Okay. These two dudes, I think from Toronto. Um, they're really, really cool. So they just talk about social issues and stuff like that. They made a video today. I woke up this morning and rolled over. <laughs> <laughs> rolled over, checked my Bitcoin, and then I watched Abba and Preach. Uh, Bitcoin was up. I'm praising God. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet paper's on me, folks. Well, I'm buying the toilet paper for today. I'm, we're going to Ikea. Find some new lamps. Anyway, so I watched, that, I watched this video, and, and these guys now have a million subscribers. But no they're, they're not even that jazzed about it. Mm. And they explain. They go, is YouTube our passion? No. YouTube's not our passion. Mm. He's like, dude, I do it for the paper. I do it to make money. I do it for a living. But it's to fund those other things that I am passionate about. Mm. It's not an end in and of itself. Interesting. Very cool. Very cool. And whenever I've gone to different camps and preached, um, and this summer I'm going to be going again to Salem Makers, Lord willing, which I'm really excited about, going to different summer camps, talking to young people. Mm. Whenever I talk to these 14, 15, 16-year-old kids, and I'm going, what do you think the purpose of your life is? Mm. Many of them will say, I don't know yet, but I'm going to travel a little bit. Mm. You know, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to find I'm going to try it. You know, I'm going to go get a new job. And I'm going to see more of the world, and then I'll figure out what my purpose is. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I think a lot of us make the mistake of thinking that our purpose or that which is meaningful in life is mm. going to come through the pursuit of impulsive pleasure. Yeah. It's going to come through hedonism. It's going to come through living like Post Malone, balling out every day, <laughs> whipping in the phone and the DSD for it. <laughs> But so many people in our generation think that's what life is about. Yeah, and it's not. True. Anybody that has experienced short-term pleasure knows mm. that it doesn't last. And that pleasure, short-term pleasure, impulsive pleasure is not what life is about. Mm. It's about adopting responsibility. That's what adds weight. I love that. And so meaning and fulfillment mm. to your adventure in life. Right? Yeah. What do you think about what that? great questions to ask kids too. I think <laughs> like that's a that's a big reason why like I feel like I want to go back to like a high school I graduated from in some high schools eventually and just speak to those kids and be like, you know, like what do you want out of life? Like why yes. do you want this? You know what I mean? Like there's like I feel like everyone's just getting led in the way of like the whole the whole world. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they don't even know what they really want, which is okay. They're still young, they gotta go through some things. Sure. I understand that. But it's like, oh, um, well, you know, my brother and sister went to college, so I'm just going to go to college. And they went and traveled a little bit, you know, so maybe I'm going to go on a YWAM so I could, sure. you know, maybe get back along the way and see some things too. You know, that'd be kind of cool. It's kind of sad for me to see that because it's just like, it's continuing to go on. People don't know what they want out of life. They're on autopilot. Yeah, people are 30, 40. They're married. They have kids. They have it all. And they still like, oh my goodness, like, 
I did like one thing I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's a place where I don't want to be. So if I could go back and like just speak to these kids and just like share just a little bit about my life. And if one or two things, you know, spikes an interest in another kid, be like, oh, I'm going to try that too. Maybe that would be cool. You, you know, or maybe that would work out for me. You know? Yeah, dude. I, th- I think, I think what's happening nowadays where people have these midlife crisis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sad. Where they turn 45, they turn 50, and all of a sudden they're buying a sports car, they're getting the hair transplant, <laughs> they divorce their wife, get get out, get with a younger one, blah, 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 blah. They do all this stuff, leave their families behind, all this stuff that people are doing in their midlife crisis. Why? Mm. Because they're halfway through their life, beyond halfway through their life, mm. and all of a sudden they realize, I still have no idea what I'm doing. Mm. Wh- where is this race leading to where, where's the finish line i'm not seeing what's the goal of this yeah. what's the purpose i'm playing this game i don't even know what a, a w would look like yeah is yeah. it being happy all the time probably not because nobody's happy all the time mm. and anybody with any sense knows that happiness comes your way every once in a while but you're not going to have it sustained life Very is going to be difficult yeah that's like second corinthians says we are sorrowful mm. and yet always rejoicing we have so nothing, good. and yet we have everything. Mm. So, like, for me as a Christian, it's just like, yeah, life is difficult, dude. Mm-hmm. There are times that I'm anxious. T- times I might even be depressed, man. Mm. Life is going to be difficult, and yet I have a reason to rejoice. So it's like, you, it's, 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 it's darkness with light that pierces through. That's life. It's not going to be light all the time. It's not going to be a party all the time. Mm. It's not, it's not going to be impulsive pleasure all the time. So one of the things that I've been thinking about in regards to romantic relationships has been this. Many people nowadays think that the purpose of romantic relationship or of romance in general Mm. is to make you happy and fulfilled, (laughs) not only now, but for forever with your person. What do you think about that idea? I love this. Immediately what first comes to my mind with with this question is you should not, (laughs) I'll repeat again, you should not get in a relationship if you're seeking to be completed by the other person. Excellent. N- you're not ready. You know what I mean? If, but if you're completed or you're at a place in your life where you, you know that you got this, you don't need anyone else, you, don't, you shouldn't have a need for a relationship in a sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you shouldn't, you can want one, but there's a difference to be like, well, I need someone else to complete me. I need to have a girlfriend so, you know, she can help me in this area where I'm weak. No. But if you're looking in a relationship in the sense of like that's the other person to, you know, come along and show like you, you help you hype man each other. So it's like you show off each other's talents. You know what I mean? So yeah. coming alongside one another and being like, this is how we're going to build this up and this is where we're going to go is so much healthier, I think, than a lot of people just like, well, I want meantime pleasure. Yes. You know, so let me just yeah. find somebody because it would be meantime pleasure. It's the end goal. You're not dating. The intent to date, the intent to date, especially after high school, you're you're dating to marry. Yeah, that's it. And if you're that's not, not your intentions when you get into a relationship, you can date. Okay, you're gonna date for five years. Sweet, that's awesome. Yeah, you could date for three years. Whatever it is, your intention should be pure behind the sense of I'm gonna marry this girl one day. That's what you're looking at. Yes, you're not just like you know what I mean. Then you're having purpose in that relationship. Yes, it is for an angle. That yep. is your partner. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. What well, you know, obviously uh, lost boys we preach a lot about not that we're preaching, we're just talking. <laughs> we talk a lot about you having a direction as an individual, but your relationship needs to have a direction too. Yes. You're fooling around with your girlfriend 
And inevitably, that's going to lead to trouble mm. if you don't know where your relationship is headed. Absolutely. Mm. This brings us to our first question. We just had a reader send this one in. As you guys know, we keep the questions anonymous so you guys can be as personal as you want. This is question number one from lostboysquestions at gmail.com. Or you can Instagram us a question on the DMs. Slide into our DMs, folks. Slide, slide in. <laughs> question number one. Hey, guys. Enjoyed the last episode about dating. I thought I would ask a question continuing along that line that I've been thinking about a lot. My question is about purity in a relationship. Mm. From your guys' experience, tremend <laughs> <laughs> tremendous experience. <laughs> you should see my little hands right now. What advice would you give to young men on how to treat their girlfriends in a loving and affectionate way, but also staying pure and appropriate? For example, what about kissing and cuddling? large lengths of time spent alone together how open and details can and detailed can couples be during discussions of potentially intimate topics i'm sure you don't want it to become a dating podcast i actually wouldn't mind that <laughs> <laughs> i like talking i like talking about dating <laughs> it's, it's uh it's uh yeah i love it. i love talking about some bro so it's gold <laughs> it's great bro <laughs> but i believe that the issue of remaining pure before marriage is a massive one and it is also very pc and a taboo topic within churches one that a lot of people i know are unsure about where the line is so it would be good to hear what your opinions are being in love with someone is great but i also need to guard myself against temptation and wanting something that isn't mine just yet something mm -hmm. i have struggled with and questioned a bit recently i would appreciate your help wow first off thank you to that person that wrote in the vulnerability yeah dang great question my thoughts? <laughs> You're still laughing at my trumpet person. <laughs> That's what I mean, man. I'm still looking at these hands, bro. You're like, look at my small hands. Marco Rubio says I have little hands. Sorry. I know. You're, you're good, bro. Great question. And that question Crooked is, there's a lot there that we got to unpack. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing in a relationship is, well, first off, you know you know the intentions. Are, you got We just talked about you know your intentions up here, right? And if you call yourself a Christian, then you hold yourself to a certain standard. Yeah. Christian or not Christian, right? You have different standards. You have different morals. The basis of if you have a belief or don't have a belief, there's morals still there. A person that doesn't believe still has morals. Yes. Right? And But for Christians, and you know, for us that believe in God and a higher power, there's a sense where biggest thing I would say is when you get into a relationship at the very beginning is make sure you have guidelines, Make sure that you set up certain things that are safeguards. You have safeguards. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're on a racetrack and they got the sidewalls up just in case. Yep. You know, everybody will have weaknesses and everyone will fall short. But that's where you have, you know, those safeguards. So if you're, oh, I'm more tempted, I'm more weak. Well, the other person, no, but what will you promise? Perfect. Vice versa. Mm. You have to hold each other accountable. And that's why I think accountability in a relationship is so important because you have an end goal. You know what I mean? That's your goal. You're, you know, you're looking to get married. Awesome. Yep. Well, then it's going to take sacrifice now and having those safeguards. If you're, if you're alone, this, this other topic where this question and got asked is, you know, if you're alone and you're spending a lot of alone time together, cool. What are you doing in that time? You know, mm. there's that there's a point. Yes, you watch movies and all that. Like, you know, you got to trust yourself and know yourself and know your partner. Right. But if you're in another relationship where maybe you guys don't have that safeguards built up yet, go out, do activities, 
You know, don't be in a place where you don't trust yourselves on being alone then. You, you're not ready for that then. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But I would say you got to respect them. And respecting them first, like you always talk about, Oz, and I think that's the biggest thing. And when you set those guidelines, you're like, hey, we're not going to cross this line and this line and this line. Yeah. Period. Awesome. Then you don't think about it. It's not there. And if it comes up, awesome. We have a discussion about it. Cool. Not happening. Remember our guidelines. Let's keep moving forward. Absolutely. I think it is that simple in a sense. But if you are spending lots of periods of time, like the question was asked, go out and do stuff. Don't keep yourself at home then. Yeah. If you're going to be tempted all that and you can't control yourself in an environment where there's no one around, then you're not. don't put yourself in that environment. It's that simple. Yeah. If you're going to sin, then don't put yourself in a place to sin. Have those safeguards. Absolutely. In the same way that many young dudes are struggling with pornography right now because they got nothing to do. Mm. Idle hands are the devil's playthings. Yeah. You got nothing to do with your hands? Guess what you're going to be doing? <laughs> Because <laughs> right. the devil's going to come along and tempt you, all right? And it's not even the devil, bro. It's you. It's your mm. flesh. It's what you want. Don't even blame the devil. Anyway. He doesn't have that much power. I'm getting all fired up. I got to bring it in. Cool it down. Because, look, pornography is something that many young men in our generation have struggled with, are struggling with. Mm. I'll be vulnerable right now. Something that I struggled with. Mm. All right? What was the thing that brought me out of it? Mm. It was a mission. Look, you might be, look, I, you might be listening to this right now, 15, 16, 17 year old kid, and you've been struggling with pornography. I've been there. All right? You might think to yourself, there's nothing that could get me to stop. You feel like you're addicted. You feel like you're in a trap. You feel like you, c you can't escape the grasp of this thing. You're mm -hmm. looking at it every day. Can I ask you a question? And this is something to, to sorry, I'm talking to the, the viewer now, which I don't I like it. to do, but, I, but this is a topic that's really close to my heart, so I, mm -hmm. I feel like I can really, yeah. If, if you were about to look at pornography, and all of a sudden, you heard a knock on the door, and there was a dude with a black hood on, all right, and a ski mask, and he had a Glock, and he had your dad or your mom in the other room with a gun pointed at him, all right? And you had to go over there and figure it out. <laughs> you had to go over there and address that situation. All of a sudden, their lives are on the line. You got to figure out, are you going to call the cops? Are you going to take the guy down? Are you going to take his gun? What are you going to do? If that knock came to your door and you were about to look at pornography, would you stop? Of course you would. Of course you would. Who wouldn't? What kind of psycho would be like, sorry, <laughs> saving my my uh, dad's life, just give me five minutes, got to go, you know, <laughs> forget about it, man. What kind of psycho would do that? No, nobody, everybody, everybody listening to this right now would drop what they were doing <laughs> and go and save someone's life because it's more important. That's right. Because it's more important. Mm. In life, you cannot be the mouse running away from the cat. You have got to be the mouse running towards the cheese. 
You can't just be reacting in life. Mm. All of a sudden, these temptations bubble up inside you, and all you do is react. Forget about that. You got to be asserting yourself. You got to be aiming at something. You got to have a mission. And so, what's my point? My point is when these feelings of lust come up, and sex is not a bad thing, but there are times when our desires take us over, and instead of being tools, they become masters. Mm. What will cause you to stop, whether it's with your girlfriend, whether it's on your computer, whether it's on your phone? What's the thing that's going to cause you to stop? It will be a greater calling, mm. a higher purpose. Because if somebody had a gun to your dad's head... <laughs> <laughs> on the extreme here. <laughs> Bro, I'm dead straight though. Yeah. You don't want it enough. Mm. That's the problem. Mm. You need to want something more than the pornography. In the same way, if you're with your girlfriend, and I'm I, I'm talking about this because I'm I'm passionate about it, man, because I was stuck in that trap for years. Mm. I really was. Mm. Most guys are right now. Most young guys in the trap of pornography. Plenty of girls too. Mm. Plenty of girls. The statistics are unbelievable. So when it comes to what am I allowed to get away with? That's the wrong question. And I'm not saying that you're asking that, bro. But if anyone out there is asking that to themselves, that's the wrong question to be asking. The question in reality is this. Number one, would I be willing to talk with my partner about it? Because plenty of young, mm. young people nowadays will do stuff with their partners that they wouldn't be willing to sit down and talk about. They'll do stuff impulsively and passionately in the moment that they wouldn't be willing to have a conversation about. So question number one, would you be willing to have a conversation about it before, during, and after? Mm. Whatever it is. Mm. Let's say for you, I, <laughs> maybe it might, I might be kissing, bro. I know many, plenty of people out there that won't even kiss till they get married. Fine, bro. If that's you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I respect <laughs> <laughs> Fine, bro. If that's you. <laughs> All right, sure, man. I can't relate, but that's fine. You know what? Or maybe it's cuddling, or maybe it's making out, or maybe it's even further than that. Whatever it is, bro. All right? Whatever it is, would you be willing to sit down and talk about it mm. instead of getting all passionate and in the moment? Very good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's question number one. Question number two you got to ask yourself is, would you be willing to be thankful for it? So number one, talk to your partner about it. Number mm. two, talk to God about it. Would you be willing... Before, during, and after mm. to, in a pure and honest heart, get down on your knees and say, God, thank you for the opportunity to even do this. Mm. Would you be willing to do that? Let's say you're struggling with your girlfriend. I'm not going to use any kind of explicit language for, for anybody that might be listening to this. Let's say your girlfriend is trying to touch you in places that she probably shouldn't be. Who knows? Maybe she should be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say your girlfriend is trying to get after you in different ways, okay? You guys are making out. You're doing all kinds of stuff. Guard your minds. Anybody that's listening to this, all right? Guard your minds. Let's say your girlfriend's trying to do stuff that you're not comfortable with. <laughs> you're laughing, bro. <laughs> I'm just being real. I love your honesty, I'm just, be, I'm just being real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My advice... My advice for you asking this question, bro, would be do not do anything so passionately that you cannot, in a sound mind, pull yourself back, take your emotions, 
put them 10,000 feet away, put them in a box, take all your passion and stuff, put it to the side, mm. and sit down and have a conversation about it. Mm. Don't be so overcome with emotion and testosterone and <laughs> dopamine and passion and fire that you can't take a second, mm. thank God for what it is that you're doing, and if you can't thank God for it, stop doing it. Mm. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's just kissing. Mm. If you can't thank God for it, stop doing it. So uh, I understand where the question comes from, where it's like, oh, what am I allowed to get away with? I get that. I do, because I've asked that question before, too. But it's not the right question. That's good. Your purpose is to give glory to God. And the question is, will this help my relationship, not yep. only with my girlfriend, but also with my family and with my church and with the people around me? Because if they found out about X, Y, Z that I'm doing, would it hinder my testimony? Would mm. people think less of me? Right? Would it impact the effect that I might have on other people? Mm. There are certain things that I'm not going to do. Why? Not only because of the... Um, not only because I might have a problem with it morally, but also because of the impact that it would have on my ability to impact other people. Because if I don't have a solid testimony, this podcast doesn't mean anything. Mm. Right? Mm. i got to have a track record. That's it. Okay. So keep that on the forefront of your mind. Next time you're getting all passionate and heated and your girlfriend's got your, her hand on your leg and you're thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, I never felt this way before. And you're getting all fired up. you got all full of testosterone. Blah, blah, blah. Your blood's pumping. Blinking, relax. <laughs> all right? <laughs> relax. Take a breath. Stop. Don't do anything in the moment. Yeah. Think about it. Pray about it. Talk about it with your partner. Talk about it with God. Get thankful for it. And if you can't be thankful for it, and if you can't talk about it, don't do it. Mm. Great. <laughs> I love that, bro. So good. That was this, a whole this lot. Ain't, this ain't for little kids out <laughs> that here. That was a whole lot, man. This ain't for little kids out here. I think here. our viewer description just went up to like 18 ages plus. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's good, bro. No, I, I think that's so true, bro. And you talk about it, and it's honoring your partner as well. I think it's a big yes. thing. So you talk about porn. And it's just like, yeah. yeah, like, do you think that honors them? Do you think, you know, like what? It's like slapping them in the face yeah. watching that, especially when you're dating somebody. And when you're alone, you're building tendencies that can lead into your marriage. Yep. So those tendencies, you have to just, it's a habit. So it, it can become a habit. So you have to cut that habit out. How do you do that? You just talked about it. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you want to honor them in everything you say and do. Yep. You want to honor God in everything you say and do. Yep. So what are actions you're supposed to do or set in place those safeguards to help you not do that? Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And that's, a, a, that's all it is. If you have that, the thing is, let me just say something. If you have that bit of an addiction with you know porn and you're struggling with it, find out, look online, how you can block that setting and those words on your phone and take them off there. Erase them. Don't, don't give yourself that, that place where you can actually access it then. Yep. Block yourself if that's what you're willing to take because yep. it will, that stuff will ruin marriages, man. Yep. That will ruin relationships because, you know, it will get you thinking this is, the, this is how a relationship is supposed to be. This is how this is supposed to be. It's just like, that's lies. Yep. And that's in the context of just a relationship and in marriage, right? So yep. definitely, I love what you shared there and I love your vulnerability, bro. I think we got one more question here if we got time for it, unless you got more on this one. One last thing I'll say, bro, is that this is going to depend on the person that you are, okay? It's also going to depend on the phase that you're in in life. 
Mm. Okay, because I'm not gonna lie. When I was blinking 16 years old, all right, I'm just being real. I couldn't even scroll through Instagram. I couldn't even scroll through Facebook. I see a girl up uh, up there showing up with, with an outfit on. I'm going, oh, shoot, my brain just turned off. I didn't even know how to talk anymore, okay? Nowadays, scroll through Instagram. I didn't even, you know, it, I'm all good. <laughs> I was being real with you, all right? So listen, you're listening to this podcast right now. You're trying to figure out where where, where you stand and how you should go forward with your girlfriend, what boundaries you should set. Look, man, if you can't, this is just practically speaking, mm. if you can't scroll through Instagram without seeing a girl, guard your minds for a second here, in an outfit, all right, showing off everything, and if you can't see that without your brain turning off and your blood pressure going up, all right, I'm just being real, if you can't do that and you can't keep scrolling, and if every time a girl pops up on your Insta, you got to blink in, make sure nobody's watching, then stare at it for 30 seconds, you got a problem. And you probably shouldn't even be making out with your girl, I'm not going to lie. Because you're going to get all passionate and in the moment. And if you can't control yourself for 30 seconds on Instagram, what makes you think you're going to be able to control yourself whenever your girl's all over you? Forget about it. So if that's your issue, bro, and that's not an issue for everybody. Mm. You know, yeah, so this podcast may not even. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it might not apply to you. Some people, you know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm at a point now where I, I can just scroll through Instagram. I, you know, <laughs> I'm all good. I don't know if that's because I feel like I've seen it all or whatever. I think that brings another question up. I don't mean to cut you off here. Yeah. On Instagram, it's the same thing we talk about. Like, if you need to block that from yourself, then what are you following? <laughs> no, seriously. even out yeah. of this context of what we're talking about now, it's like, are you following like certain things that are leading in a direction where you don't want to go in your life? It's that simple. Yeah. Even out of this context. And yeah. in that, you know, it's just like, what are you feeling your brain with? What are you trying to think about on a daily? When I go on Instagram, it's very rarely I go on Instagram. But when I go on Instagram, it's building me up. You know, that's just me. That's okay. But if you're into art, then follow art channels. You know, I love art. Music. Okay, I'm going to follow music. You know, certain things that are in your genre and building you up and keeping you focused. Because yeah. as soon as you got so much time in your head, your mind's going to go all in kinds of places. You know what I mean? And that's a, just a guy understands that, yep. right? So just keep yourself busy. Keep yourself moving. Yep. And at the end of the day, if you're not in a relationship and you're falling short in these areas, it's okay. Yep. Accept it. Look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I am. I'm sucking at this right now. I'm not doing good at it. How am I going to get better? Yep. Ask yourself these questions. That's where change happens. And then think five years down the line, where however old you are, you're married. And you think of bringing something you did when you were that young into your marriage or into your relationship, you know, you're creating these rifts. You're creating these seeds to be planted in that relationship that your partner doesn't even know about. Yeah. That's where you have to watch that in a young age and hit the hammer on the nail with that stuff. Right. Because yep. it's all out of respect, you know, and yeah, I think that's a lot of it. I love that question. <laughs> I get passionate about it, too, because yeah. I look at the respect factor and you know what I mean? You got to look. In, in the future, and that's your wife, man. That's like your girlfriend you're dating now. Like, why do you want to disrespect them like that? Yeah. You know, it's it's just sin. It's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, uh, For me, it doesn't register. Maybe I'm some simple-minded like that. It's just, no. You know what I mean? But for other people, yeah, it's harder, right? So we're so, here and we're praying for yeah. you guys, and we love you guys, and we're encouraging you guys. You got this. Go through it, you know? And sometimes I think people are going to attempt to justify it 
by saying, well, look, this is the girl that I'm going to marry anyway. So why not just get a head start? <laughs> Which leads into our second question. <laughs> do you, you want to read the second question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second question. What would you say to somebody that says marriage is just a piece of paper? That marriage is just a piece of paper. <laughs> Austin, what are your thoughts on that one, bro? Dude, you started off this podcast by saying that you don't think that people should get into a relationship with someone that doesn't have the same values as you. And it's true because marriage is not going to mean the same thing for everybody. Mm. So you got to be on the same page regarding that right from day one. But uh, to the listener that, that, that wrote this in, why is marriage not just a piece of paper? It's because the modern idea of romance is wrong. You're not going to be happy for the rest of your life. They're not going to make you happy for the rest of your life. That's not the point of it. Mm. And it never has been. It's to anchor your life. One thing you'll notice about every single thing in your life that gives you fulfillment and meaning and satisfaction, not, not momentary pleasure, but real deep, longing, uh, lasting satisfaction, all of it will have to do with the adoption of responsibility. Mm. Whether that's the adoption of responsibility of getting a girlfriend or then having a marriage or then having kids, or then having grandkids. All of these things are responsibilities. Mm. And as you stack responsibility onto your life, you, you pick a burden to bear, a cross to bear, right? Jesus said, you, you want to follow me? You got to pick up your cross. Mm. What does that mean? It's the adoption of the responsibility of the difficulty of life. Relationships are going to be difficult. Mm. Like uh, studies show that you actually don't get happier if you are in a relationship. That's very interesting. Single people actually tend to be happier than non-single people hmm. from a psychological perspective. So what's the point of it then? Psychologists very foolishly say, <laughs> well, <laughs> if being single uh, statistically would make you happier on average, mm. then why not just stay single? <laughs> it's because you don't get what the point of life is. Yeah, yeah. It's not to be happy. That is not the point. Mm. It's, it's meaning. It's purpose. And so... When it comes to marriage just being a piece of paper, no, it's not. It's the adoption of responsibility. It's you anchoring your life to someone else's. You're tying your anchors together and you're dropping that down into the word of God. And then you're making a promise to each other. Look, man, uh, there are things that go down deep, 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 deep down in my heart that I know I can be very vulnerable on this podcast, but I could be more vulnerable. And if I was really, 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 really vulnerable, mm. but everything that goes, goes down way, 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 way deep down in my heart that only God sees, you wouldn't be my friend. <laughs> I don't know if you would be. Maybe you I would disagree. be. <laughs> well, because, because you love me, bro, which yeah. I appreciate. But most people out there, they run away screaming. Mm. The stuff that goes down in my dirty little heart. Mm. All right? What's the point of marriage? You can't leave even if you want to, because you're going to want to. And if you've got a back door, you'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Modern people nowadays, they'll get together, they'll sleep together. They say, well, what's the point of promising the rest of our lives to each other? Why don't we just stick together? Why? It's because it's all the pleasure with none of the responsibility, hmm. none of the commitment. 
And that's what adds purpose and meaning to your life. And it's what allows you to share the deepest, darkest parts of your heart with another human being. There's a reason why when I did therapy a couple years ago, not only receiving therapy, but giving therapy, I would make people sign this little non-disclosure, hmm. right? You could tell me that you murdered 10 people last week. I can't legally use that against you. Nobody can use that in court unless you indicate to me that somebody is in immediate danger. If you say I'm going to kill someone tonight, then I'm allowed to bring it to the police. Other than that, if you tell me you killed someone last week, I can't tell anyone. Why? It's because the second I sign that paper, all of a sudden I can talk. Uh, and there's something cathartic, cathartic about this. I can drop these walls that I have on my, in, in my mind and on my heart. And I can talk from the deepest part of my soul about what it is that I desire and want and think about. That's tough, bro. To excavate that. So marriage is the opportunity to take two hearts that are just as crooked and evil as each other. And you bind yourselves together and you say, I promise that even if you show me the deepest, darkest parts of yourself, I won't run away. That's it. I love that. I think, yeah, who we marry is one of the most important decisions we'll make in our life. Yep. Definitely by far. And one that will influence the level of happiness, growth, and success. Yeah. You know, and I think from that, like, uh, you know, when I wrote this question, I, what would you, or when I, you know, heard this question and wrote it down, what would you say to someone that is mar and married or is just a piece of paper, right? Is marriage just a piece of paper? I see that, and man, I don't mean to come out whoever wrote this, and I'm not, and I, I hope you don't take it that way, but stop making excuses. It, you know, we're called to <laughs> obey the leaders in charge here, and is marriage just a piece of paper? Um, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, just because yes, we have to sign a piece of paper and that's the decoration that shows others. Yes, we are married yeah. by law now. Um, but man, you gotta be married. There's something else beautiful about this is you're, you're married by your heart, you know, and I feel like a lot of marriages, you know, may work out or may not. And this is just my opinion. You Kay. know, I can, I can take hate on it. Cool. I don't mind. Um, y you know, there's a, there's a point of, yeah, I could sign a piece of paper and say that I'm married awesome you know we all will do it one day if we get married that's okay but there's more behind that i'm marrying you by my heart i'm laying my life down for you not just in a week or a month from now or daily yep. that means when i sign there i'm my heart should be already yours <laughs> yeah. before marriage yeah. you know what i mean but i give you my heart i lay my life down for you yeah. that says you know in the bad times i will hold you closer even I will comfort you more. Marriage is one of the most beautiful things. I think kids are born to show parents how God's love is for them yeah. as a child, in a sense. That's not why kids are born. We know sure. that, yeah. Yep. But it's an experience. I think one of the things is we can experience from having kids one day and all that, and our parents can understand probably more than we can, is so that they can see the love they have for us, think of God's love for them. And I think that's a beautiful thing in relationships. That's the point of that's it. That's what's been shown to me. Yes. If I love some this much, holy cow, imagine how much God loves me. Yeah. You know, there's a beautiful thing in this, but it's not just a piece of paper. It's your life. It's your whole life. It's your family's life. It's everyone's actions that, you know, doing this action will affect others around you in a positive or negative way. Yeah. Right? So, but I, I love the vulnerability in this question, and I think that's a powerful thing. You have to be married by your heart. But I, c I can see that you're getting emotional about this. Yeah, man. It's just like, for me, like when I, 
like because I, I think it's saw man and i think of the wedding day bro and and i think anyone in a relationship man i'm looking there that's where i'm looking bro and i can't wait down man, i'm gonna be a wreck on my wedding day bro i'm gonna be crying like a big baby bro but getting down on one knee man and just like i love that action because it's like i surrender myself to you when you take this ring and let me serve you yeah it's beautiful right so Yes, you have to sign a piece of paper, but that's that's one thing of it. That's just by law. Cool. Now you're married by law. No, but I married you by my heart. Everything that I am, you're gonna know. Yeah. You can be a hundred and ten percent vulnerable with this person. Yeah. You can be weak, you know, and they will still be there and they'll still love you. Yes. That's powerful, bro. Yeah. And yeah, there's gonna be good times and hard times, but I, there's something so cool is in those hard times is when you have to hold that person you love so much closer right versus distancing right so yeah it's definitely more than just a piece of paper dude i can see that you you're, I mean? you're passionate about this man definitely, I see you're, fi- you're fired up you're trying to hold it back yeah yeah, yeah can, can, I, can i ask you something man just before yeah. we end and love that and you you don't uh you don't have to answer this but no, 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 I'm, go for it. I'm curious um i know that i grew up with two parents together mm. and i'm sure that shaped me into who i am today definitely how does your past mm. influence the way that you're answering this question right now and what you think about marriage? So good, bro. I think, yeah, because I come my parents divorced when I was two years old. So when you I grew were that up, young. yeah, yeah. So, so you don't I, even remember them together? No, no, I don't know. Dang. You know, so I'm not. I'm used to seeing all my friends like, and that's okay. Like uh, I know a lot of people have that and like have parents that are divorced. It's all good. You know, I'm not worse off than them. I don't victimize myself because my parents are divorced. That's okay. Didn't work for them, and they got to that point in their lives. I accept that. It's okay, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I didn't. I didn't see that growing up in a sense. But what I did see is I saw my grandma and grandpa in their forty-seven years of marriage, and I got to see from that, and I got to see that love dancing around the dinner table afterwards. You know, I just I'd be at her house, man, at my grandma's house, and I I just hear some music. I'm like, what's this old music doing, man? And I walk in the kitchen, man, and then just grandpa just grabbed grandma and just dancing around the kitchen like the most beautiful thing in the world. Wow. And I'm like, Lord, I'm going to have that one day. That's right. So having somebody right now in my life where I know that that's what I'm going to be able to do when I'm 60, 70 years old and I can barely walk or whatever that is, I'm going to be able to pick her up and just dance around the you know, kitchen table with her. So that's life. That, that vision of your grandparents and dancing, started that's younger. what drives you. Yeah, because I think, you know, growing up in a, a single, you know, my mom, single mom, man, and single moms, man, hats off to you guys. You guys are grinders and single dads out there. Um but seeing what my mom went through, man, she was grinding. And I just thought so many times, man, if if she had another partner there to be where, with her, her life would have been a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. You know, she would yeah. have been able to, you know, enjoy life probably a little bit more definitely. Right. So that planted a seed in me at a young age, man. And I'm just like, man, I'm going to I'm going to have that one day. That's life. You know, mm. and I got all these dreams. I got all these goals. Yeah. And I, I talk to people about my dreams. They sound ridiculous. People are like, no way. Yeah, I dream, I dream big, man. I own that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if everything was to fall through, that's one thing I will never let fall, you know. And I think why I get emotional about this. I didn't even know I was going to get like a little bit choked up about it. It's because, man, I, I just think of some, bro. And I wake up each morning and I say, thank you, God, for her. And it's the most humbling thing, knowing that I get to love her the way I do. And she gets to love me the way she does. And I get to spend the rest of my life doing that, you know, it just makes me so happy, bro. So I definitely at a younger age shaped me, 
and was like, I know I want that. So now being at the point where I'm coming close, you know, years to come to that day is just, it makes me so emotional. I'm so grateful. I'm filled with joy. You know, happiness is meantime, joy lasts forever. And that's definitely something, something's giving me is that joy. And that's why, that's why just, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago, you were saying there's no excuses. Yeah, bro. There's no shortcuts. It's because you have spent the last couple of years aiming with that vision of your grandparents dancing in mind, mm. aiming at that future. Mm. And you got other people that want to try to shortcut it. Yeah. And you're saying, no, forget about it. There's no shortcuts. There's no easy way to do this. Literally. It's going to be intentionality, the adoption responsibility. It's going to be tough. It's going to be picking up your cross, bearing your burden, carrying your load. Mm. Right? I love that. It's going to be tough, man. 100%. Or it's going to be worth it. That's it, bro. That's it. Like, you know, anyone in your life, like, if people say, oh, I, I like being single. I don't want marriage, man. Whew. I feel for you, bro. That's lonely, man. Why don't you yeah. want that? Check your heart. And I think everyone deserves a partner and wants a partner. Oh, that's going to be our question for and next week. And that's why I said it. <laughs> that's why next week okay, we're so doing a little bit of a snippet here, folks. Next week. Next week. Somebody, okay. Okay. So I actually disagree with you. Beautiful. But let's save it for next be, week. This is going to be really good. Next week, we had somebody write in asking us about if everyone is called to be married. Very Boom. interesting. We'll talk about it next let's week. It. Brother, I love, you, I love you, man. I love you too, bro. It's, you, it's such an opportunity, and thank you for being vulnerable, man. Always, bro. Thank you, man. I, no, I was it, man. a little, I was a little too vulnerable, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we get never too vulnerable here. We got no judgment from our listeners. That's all right, man. <laughs> hey, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Send over your questions. We've been getting incredible questions. So good from lostboysquestions at gmail.com. Totally anonymous. Send in your questions or DM us on Instagram. We absolutely love you guys. I love it, bro. And we'll see you next time. God bless, boys and girls. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. Los perdidos. Te se marcha.